0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1809. Hit the road this summer with All Ears English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz
1: Talking about road trips is one of the best ways to start a conversation in English. Today, you'll learn four idioms to ask a friend or coworker about hitting the road so you can build a deeper connection.
0: Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. I'm excited to be on the mic with you. I love our recording days. They're my favorite part of my day. I know.
1: Same. And I'm so excited for today's because we are talking about road trips, yes. which are one of my favorite things. And I know you love road trips too, right, Lindsay? I love road trips. I just took
0: a road trip to New Mexico last weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. So fun. I live so close to New Mexico. We should have met up. <laughs> I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we were in uh we were in Taos, New Mexico. So oh, I've cool. actually
1: never been. Yeah. I live in the state neighboring New Mexico, you guys, and I've never been to New Mexico. It's a crying shame.
0: <laughs> it's just there's so much wild nature. It kind of reminds me of Utah a little bit. Just the mm-hmm. wind and the sun, the elements just really get you. But that's what road trips are about, right, Aubrey? Being out in the world. Yes with the elements. Yeah.
1: Right. Being able to see all the landscape between yes. where you live and where you're going. And it's so fascinating sometimes how quick it will change, right? I know when you're in Utah and you go from these red cliffs and then immediately you'll be so fast in a, like a desert or, you know, it just changes so quickly. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah. There's nothing more American too, right? It's really in our cultural values, nothing more American than the, the, the cross country road trip.
1: It's so true. It's the classic American, especially because we can go on a two-day road trip and see so many interesting things. And I know this is, you know, really popular in other cultures, too. I know in Europe, they'll take really cool road trips. I drove once from Belgium down to Spain, and that's awesome. But you're right. It's so American. Americans love their road trips. I love it. And guys, you know, a little bit later in the episode, you want to listen up because we're
0: going to show you how you can take a road trip with us, with me, in the car by video lesson, guys. All right. But we want to refer our listeners to another episode about road trips, right, Aubrey? What was that episode? Yes. This
1: is a really fun one that you and Michelle recorded recently, episode 1772, American Road Trip Games. And this is vital for any road trip that you guys are prepared with some fun games. This is my favorite part of a road trip to play some really fun games in the car because you're going to have a lot of hours to drive. So make them fun.
0: Yeah. And I know you're a real game person, Aubrey. So I'm not surprised that you like to play games in the on a road trip, for sure. For sure. For me, I so listen to true. podcasts. Like, I'm all about the pod. Games are okay, but... I want to listen to podcasts, maybe music, but more podcasts, actually.
1: Oh, we might have a hard time, you and I, on a road yes. trip. No, I'm would. i this like, I'll take a few hours of podcasts, and then I'll okay. be like, okay, let's take a break and play a fun game. I yeah. just like to switch it up.
0: That's good. That's good that
1: you switch it up. <laughs> for sure. But we're diving into some really fun vocab today for idioms about road trips. Yes. that you guys are going to need if the best way to use these if you're going to chat with a coworker at work or a friend to ask them about an upcoming road trip or maybe one they took recently these are really fun idioms to sound more native and natural when you do that
0: exactly because guys sometimes road trips are not the two month journey right that I took that you could take with us later when you hear it well, when you hear about that but sometimes they're just a weekend trip Right. And that is also a road trip. And that means people are coming back to work Monday morning. And what are you going to say to them to ask about that trip? That's the key. Right, Aubrey? Yes.
1: And you should, right? What a great way to build connection. Yeah. If someone lets you know on Thursday or Friday, they're going on a road trip, yes. plan on asking them about it Monday because they're going to have fun stories to share. This is a great way to connect.
0: It's so fun. Oh, now I wish it was last Friday when, because about this time last Friday, we were hitting the road for New Mexico. Now I feel like I want to go back a week. Do you ever get that feeling? Like you want to go back? Because you were just at the Grand Canyon.
1: Yes, I just took a road trip. It's only a few hours drive for me, but to the Grand Canyon and I hiked the Grand Canyon. And for multiple reasons, I would like to rewind time to the day before I went because (laughs) I'm now suffering the consequences. It's no joke hiking the Grand Canyon. It's like eight miles straight down. I'm losing toenails. (gasps) I'm still sore. (laughs) You really, you lost toenail? You actually lost toenails? I have one that's like falling off. It's really terrible. I wasn't as prepared as I needed to be. The girls I went with are avid hikers. They go on lots of long hikes and I hadn't as much. So my body wasn't ready. My knees made me feel like a grandma. They hurt so much after a few miles going down. And I even had hiking poles.
0: Okay. We're going to have to hear more about this over the next (laughs) couple of weeks on the podcast. I love this. You know, it's a classic mistake, right? It's good that you had the poles, but going with a group that's a lot more advanced can be a real mistake, but you only realize it when you're halfway through the hike. (laughs)
1: Exactly, right? I'm like, can we slow down? Can we take a break? Oh, so okay. funny, but I yes, it. it was a fun road trip going up there. The Grand Canyon is just beautiful. Yes. If you follow us on social media, you probably saw a couple of my posts just showing it. It's absolutely breathtaking, unbelievable. But the part, like, I feel like one of the most fun parts of it was the road trip driving. We played some really fun games, we got yeah. all these great snacks. Yeah, and I loved you used that phrase hit the road, right? Yeah, the best moment is when you're about to hit the road and you have all this anticipation. It's such so a good exciting. Feeling. You put and your it's sunglasses such a idiom.
0: on, yeah, it's so good. It is so good. So in, you know, when it comes to connecting with your colleagues or your friends, guys in English, talking to a native speaker, the journey for them is often just as much, you know, the adventure is the journey too. It's the trip there and it's the actual thing they did when they got there, right? Or it's just the trip. Sometimes we just take a trip to take a trip. So this is very good stuff you can use with native speakers.
1: Yeah. Yes. So you can ask them, if someone let you know that they're going to take a road trip, this is a great phrase when they come back to say, Oh, you said you're gonna hit the road this weekend. How yeah. was it? Instead of saying, you know, you told me you were going to go on a road trip, use this phrase, hit the road. This idiom means the same thing as going for a drive, taking a road trip. Yes. And but so native and natural.
0: Yeah. And I just a spontaneous example that comes up is, you know, if someone you got the message that someone was a little delayed. Maybe they were trying to get out of the office and they were rushing. You know, you could ask them, oh, what time did you finally hit the road on Friday?
1: Oh, yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. I say that a
1: lot, right? Like, oh, what time did we, or if you're traveling with other people and you're like trying to coordinate, this is, I'd say this all the time, like, what time did you guys hit the road?
0: Yeah. Asking
1: what time they began their trip.
0: Right. Because on this show, guys, we like to show you ways that make things sound more casual and less direct, right? What's the other option? What time did you leave? It's kind of boring. It's kind of textbook, right, Aubrey? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's almost
1: too formal too. too when formal. you're chatting with friends, coworkers about a road trip, you want to keep it very informal. That's the best way to build connections. Yeah. So using idioms, slang, phrasal verbs, this is much more informal and natural. That's the best way to build connections.
0: Right. Or another scenario would be if you you are meeting another couple that's joining you on a road trip and they show up late, you don't want to say, what time did you leave? Right? Now you can say, oh, did you hit some traffic? What time did you hit the road? Right? So I
1: know that's a little almost accusatory to say, what time did you leave? Yes. (laughs) Why did you leave late?
0: Exactly. So, guys, this is, you know, write this phrase down. This is probably going to be highlighted in our iOS Android app as well. So make sure you get this in your vocabulary, guys. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, even if someone hasn't told you they're about to take a road trip, this is just a fun thing to talk about. So you could yes. also say, like, when's the last time you hit the road? Yeah. Or what's the best road trip you've taken, right? Yeah. So just to ask them about road trips some point in the past or when they're going to take one in the future. Doesn't have Have to be reserved just for when you know someone just got back from one.
0: I love it. I love it so good, guys. So write that one down. Let's go into the next one, Aubrey. What is the next one?
1: Yes, is to get off the beaten track. Which this is interesting because I grew up saying get off the beaten path, (laughs) but looking it up online, Google everywhere says get off the beaten track. What do you say, Lindsay? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think for me, get off the beaten. hmm, That's a good question. They both sound right. I think I actually grew up saying path. Get off the beaten path.
1: Me too. So I yes. had just written that Get Off the Beaten Path. And then I was kind of looking around and online you'll see Get Off the Beaten Track. So okay. I'm really curious where that's said more often, if that's what Google shares, then that's clearly very common. You're gonna have to but yeah, where I grew up here. in Idaho, we uh-huh. said, get off the beaten path.
0: Okay. So guys, you know, because natives say it differently, you can use either, right? Don't get stuck totally. on, on little things like that, right? Say one of them, say both of them, <laughs> take your yep.
1: pick. I You'll love hear it. both. You're going to hear both on yeah. TV. You're going to hear friends say both. They clearly both are acceptable. Yeah. We know what you mean. And this is a really fun one to just talk about going somewhere that not every tourist sees, right? Yeah. The Grand Canyon was not really getting off the beaten path because lots of tourists, which was fun to hear all these languages from all over the world from the different hikers. I loved that. But there are definitely places that are more like hidden. Right. Not everyone knows about that are more off the beaten path.
0: Right. But wouldn't you say just the fact that you hiked it, you got off the beaten path a little bit. I mean, that's most tourists point. don't hike the Grand Canyon. That's most people are up
1: on the rim. Yes. Just looking down in. So when right. by the time I got to the bottom, then I was definitely off the beaten path, literally.
0: Sure. And that's always that's the reward, right? The reward of being like a hiker, it through hiker, in and out hiker, backpacking. You get to see the places that your average every day tourists will not go to. So. Yes, it's
1: so true. Not everybody gets down to the Colorado River. No. I <laughs> sat in it. I put my feet in. <laughs> what was did. crazy, Lindsay, I don't know if you had, I had never thought about this. It's so much hotter at the bottom oh, because at the yeah. top is 5,000 feet h- higher. So it's like being in the mountains where it's cooler. And then you hike down and it's mm. the same temperature as Phoenix. And it was just, I just sort of had never thought about how that would happen. So it was yeah, you, so hot. It was 102 degrees at the bottom. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. You are not prepared for what I'm I hearing here.
1: Okay. I love this. I no. like laid in the river, the Colorado river. I was <laughs> so hot and sweaty. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: I love it. And you know, yeah, this is a typical, This that I mean, a very common place to go again, the Grand Canyon, right? And guys in the Connected Communicator course, which you'll hear about in a few minutes, how do you actually get that? I take you off the beaten path. I take you to Southern Utah. I remember being in kind of near, I think, Monument Valley or Canyonlands, you know, oh, where yes. there's no one, it's sunset. I'm, in a remote corner of the park and there's just no one around. But you guys are with me on the video. It's really, really cool.
1: It's so cool. I went somewhere near there. It's called Goblin Valley near kind of near Moab through Monument Valley. There was nobody around. It was So cool. I love getting off the beaten path like that. Yeah. Seeing places that not everybody sees. So cool.
0: Yeah. And there's something about Utah, about Southern Utah that just is so raw and so natural and so beautiful. I think it's the rock formations, the red. Rocks, guys, you can't miss it, it is fantastic. So, let's move on to the next one, Aubrey. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so this is living out of a suitcase, and that just means you're traveling, you're not somewhere where you're going to be there long enough to unpack and put things in like dresser drawers, you just leave everything in your suitcase, literally living out of the suitcase. But we'll say this, or like oh, I'm going to live out of a suitcase for the next couple of weeks, meaning I'm going on a fun trip. And then you could ask them, oh, fun, where are you going?
0: Yeah. And is that what you usually do? Because I know during the summers you go up to Idaho with your family. Do you actually live out of the suitcase while you're there? Do you unpack?
1: Yes. I've done both. There were a couple years where we're there almost a month and I'll live out of the suitcase and then really regret it because the suitcase ends up like, Exploding all over the the room. And it's (laughs) just a huge mess. It's really hard to stay organized. So I try to just live out of a suitcase for trips that are like a few days. Yes. And if I'm going to be there longer than a week, I'm putting things in dresser drawers or it's going to be a hot mess.
0: Oh, for sure. I don't like having to dig through and not being able to find anything. I like to kind of right. settle in and make myself feel like I have a new home. Right. I love yes. that. Yes, exactly. So this is live- really a
1: fun, uh, like just a, the thought of living out of a suitcase because you know, you're somewhere fun. You yes. know, you're traveling, you're, you're only staying somewhere for a couple of days. So yeah. there's sort of a feeling of excitement about living out of a suitcase. Right? There
0: is absolutely it brings right? Memories for me of my days traveling through South America, you know, backpacking. And those backpacks, you know, you've done some of this, oh, they yeah. don't open in either, any other way. So you have to dig under everything <laughs> to get anything out. It is so impractical. It's ridiculous. Yes, so true. <laughs>
1: And it's kind of related to our last one here, traveling light, which means not overpacking. Traveling the bare minimum like you do when you're backpacking around Europe because mm. you just cannot carry more weight. If you bring anything extra, you're going to end up ditching it. Yeah, <laughs> You really need to travel light if you're backpacking.
0: Yeah. What is that saying they have where they say when you're packing, take all the clothes you've laid out get rid of half of them. Like don't take half of them and take double the money, right?
1: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Take money to do laundry if you need to. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or just to buy socks or Mm. something, you know, don't. Are you an overpacker, Lindsay? Maybe not when backpacking, but like your Santa Fe trip, did you use everything you packed or did you have extra things?
0: I'm such a bad packer. I packed the wrong (laughs) things. So I realized for my Santa Fe, for my Taos trip, I didn't pack a t-shirt for Saturday afternoon after our hike. Like I packed all this Oh, for the hike and Enough, like you know, jackets in case it's cold. I didn't pack a a t-shirt just to hang out, so I pack. I don't pack any of the right things and too much of the wrong things. Sadly,
1: (laughs) I just overpack. We'll go up to my in-laws' cabin, Uh and we all usually end up having a a fire in the house, so everything ends up smelling smoky. I love that. And the bags when we get home will be full of things that we didn't wear, but I still have to wash wash because everything's smoky. I'm like, why? Why did I pack extra anything? A lot of of laundry
0: for sure. I love that. I love that. This is so fun, guys. You know, these are the kind of conversations you're going to have with your native speaking colleagues and friends if you open up this vocabulary with them, right? It's so good for connection.
1: Yes, exactly. I feel closer to you, Lindsay, just from having this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. And anytime I chat with a friend about a road trip they've taken or travel, we always like bond. I just feel like we're closer friends. We, we've been able to chat about something really fun and interesting. They've been able to share about a cool place they went. Everyone loves that. Yeah. They want to share. It is so true. I love it. So good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's do a little role play here. Okay, let's do a role play. Aubrey. So (laughs) you and I are friends discussing our summer plans. Yeah. I'll go ahead and start us. Okay. Go for it. Any fun plans this summer?
0: Yes. We are going to hit the road. We're planning to drive up the coast from Arizona to Washington.
1: That's amazing. I drove that once and it was so cool to get off the beaten track. Are you going to see the Redwoods? Oh, definitely. I can't wait. We're going to camp a lot. So we'll for sure need
0: to travel light.
1: Oh, yeah. When we went, I lived out of a suitcase for two weeks.
0: Well, I hope you at least found showers along the way. <laughs>
1: nice. I love that. Like Very maybe good. I didn't for two weeks. <laughs> yes. I love it. Smelly.
0: I love it. I love it. Did we use any of the vocabulary here in the role play today or not as much? Yes. The yes. first thing mm-hmm. you said
1: was hit the road, hit right? i asked if you had fun plans and you said, yes, we're going to hit the road. Yes. And then you explained what you're doing, right? It would be kind of weird to say that and then stop. Yes. You would definitely share. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. I
0: love it. And 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 then you said, that's amazing. I drove that once and it was amazing to get off the beaten track. But I like how, by the way, during the conversation, you switched the word instead of saying amazing twice in the same sentence, which we obviously want to avoid, guys. What did you say instead? It was cool or it was- I think
1: super cool, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yes. and I had written the role play, I had accidentally put amazing twice, Yeah, but I felt it. I'm like, oh, you don't want to repeat an adjective like that. So I switched it. I'm like, oh, and it was super cool to get off the beaten track. You guys want to do the same thing. If ever you're finding yourself repeating a word like amazing – say something else. We all know that yeah. person who says amazing over and over and over and over. <laughs> Don't be yeah. that person. And I
0: think we, we were going to do an episode on that someday, right? Albert? We talked about that last time that we're going to try to do an episode at some point on that, right? Don't be the person that repeats the same adjective or, or even noun in the same sentence over, especially adjectives over and over. It's boring. Yeah.
1: It's so easy it's to tacky. do and not even realize you're doing it, right? Yes. That's why we, f- we do focus quite a bit on vocabulary because you need such a wide range of vocabulary in order to have the tools to yes. not have to repeat the same word over and over because yes. it, it can, it can get annoying.
0: It can get <laughs> really annoying. All right. So let's, and then the last thing we did here was I said, definitely, I can't wait. We're going to camp a lot. So we'll for sure need to travel light.
1: Right, Aubrey? Yes. And then I said, oh, I lived out of the suitcase for two weeks. Yes. Right? These are such fun phrases. You can see how this is totally normal to use all four in this very quick exchange with a friend or a coworker. And you're using so much native, interesting vocabulary.
0: Yes. I love it. So what's the takeaway for our listeners real quick today,
1: Aubrey? Yes, you guys, summer is the season for road trips. We are hitting it. It's time. Hopefully you guys have a fun road trip planned. We want you to be able to use today's fun idioms to ask a friend or a coworker about their summer plans. Ask if they have a road trip coming up.
0: Yeah, guys, a big part of connecting with people in a new culture is understanding what they value. And a lot of people in the US do value hitting the road, right? So ask them about it. Go and do it yourself. Play those road trip games from the other episode and just get
1: into it. So good. Yes, exactly. And for the ultimate cross-country road trip in the US with Lindsay and Jessica, guys, sign up for Connected Communicator. It is the most fun.
0: Yeah, we hope to see you guys in that course very soon. All right, Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. It's been great. Yep. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.